Now, I'll do a quick, a quick teaching this morning to declare the theme for the month. To put something there. It's a story that you are very much acquainted with. The issue about the woman with the issue of blood. Amen. Amen. I will do a very quick work on that one. So I've told them, no matter the scriptures I pick later, they shouldn't move from this chapter where they are. Mark chapter 5. And I will dwell on a few things over there. Life is about choices. Life is about goal setting. Life is all about vision. And visions and goal settings are about pursuits. And determined pursuit will always bring to you one very powerful state that is called success. Amen. Amen. What you dream about that you cannot run to will never become a reality in your hand. So there is this woman, or there was this woman, from verse 27. Now a certain woman had a flow of blood for how many years? Twelve years, you know the story. Now when you ask your sisters and your mothers here, uh, in private, they will tell you what they go through, even with the, is it a five-day thing? Is it five days? So many strange things are happening. But this woman had a constant persisting flow of blood. For 12 years, you can imagine her state. She was lean, emaciated. She smelled so bad. The scent was so pungent that it scared people off. Now, beyond those natural things about her, she was a victim of the law of the land. Growing up in the village in those early days of our lives, anytime a woman entered her cycle, they moved out of the house to the back of the building. So they, they stayed outside and they cooked their meals outside. And they never came close to their husbands. And the husband never ate their food throughout the period. That was me in a village in Ashanti region. But I've come from, to know from studies that almost all the tribes in Ghana here, almost all of them, have a similar thing. The woman is declared unclean. And if somebody had juju in the house, the, a woman in that state could destroy the power of the juju by merely holding it. Now, coming to be to have some knowledge in the Bible, I came across this kind of thing. A very serious issue, Levitical thing about women in their, in their period, like that. All manner of laws. She was declared unclean. Anywhere she sat, if you sat there after she, has, she had gone up or out of that place, you became defiled. You couldn't shake hands with them. You couldn't sit down to converse with them. 
If you did, you had been defiled. You have to go to the rituals. It was such a serious thing. And if she was found in the midst of people, she could be stoned to death. The law was so serious. Now imagine this kind of ostracization. The man, woman was ostracized. Had nothing to do with anybody. Did she commit any offense? No. It was just that what was natural with women had happened to her, but the enemy had taken over, and it was a constant flow for 12 years. So she lost her family, if you like, lost her friends, isolated. She went from place to place looking for solution, and there was no solution. That woman had just one goal, to get healed. One what? I want to be healed. Anywhere I will go to achieve that goal, any price I will pay to achieve it, I'm ready to do it. There was a goal. There was a vision. There was something that she was looking for. And she was determined to do everything. The Bible says she spent all her living going from one physician to the other. Both genuine and fake. They did what they could do and nothing good happened. So she was in a desperate situation. Twelve years. Chased by the law, chased by society, chased by rejection, anything you can think about. She never even liked the scent of her atmosphere. Everywhere she was, was polluted. Very bad state. Was she getting water to bath? I don't know. Where was she fed the water from? Her state was just like that of a leper who couldn't mix up with people. Very bad. Thank God for people who talk, even when they are talking to their friends, you can pick their voices and pick the words they are speaking from a distance. There are people like that. When they are talking on phone, is on BBC. When they are greeting friends, it's as if they are fighting. Hey, move watch it. I want to say, yeah, why are you fighting? Why are you fighting? And now, baby, now, why? It is me, you, like this. And yet, it's as if he's preaching to a crowd. There are people like that. And sometimes their attitude becomes a blessing to others, to people like the woman with the issue of blood. To somebody like that cripple who was on the wayside, the man who was called the son of Timaus, Bar Timaus. He wasn't going anywhere. He only heard. Let's read on. And I suffered many things from many physicians. She had spent all that she had and was no better, but grew worse. Yes. When she heard about Jesus, she heard about who? Jesus. And that's what I was talking about. Possibly from where she was hiding, people were passing by and were talking about Jesus. The loud voice, and she heard 
the things that they were saying, she kept them in her heart. What she was treasuring at that moment was facts. What? Facts. If you must be a success in your pursuit in life, you must love facts. You go for facts. The, you know, the Bible talks about being abreast with, 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 with what? Being current with facts. There's a way the living Bible puts that one. You must be abreast with things. You want to be a tailor and you don't even know how much a machine is sold, sold for. You don't even know any tailor anywhere that you can fraternize with and get information. You don't know anything but you have a dream of being, being a tailor. You have a vision of running a big supermarket. And yet you are not curious to know anything about supermarket. You are just talking. I'm going to have a big supermarket. They ask you, what is supermarket? Oh, no, we say the place where they sell things now. The difference between a supermarket and market. Which one is the supermarket and market? They, they sell things everywhere. What are the special things about this particular one you want to do? I want to play football. You've not succeeded to buy a tennis ball. Tennis ball. So all you do is talk. You don't even understand what it is all about. One of my greatest challenges with youth for these days, you have, you have, you have access to the internet on your phones. Every information you are looking for is there. You want to be a nurse, you don't even know who a nurse is and what nurses do. Whatever course you are reading at the university or anywhere now, you can do much more, get much more facts on the net and get yourself ready and equipped to go and face it. In our time, it was not like that. But the moment I got to know what I wanted to read, I went looking for books on the subject. I didn't know the content of the, of the curriculum over there in the university, but I went reading. I went buying. So a lot of my books on sociology and philosophy were bought while I was in sixth form. And I began to read. If I tell you that my, my, my thesis topic came to me in the first year. First year. I was given an assignment. When I wrote the assignment, it moved the professor and then he made some comment and I looked at the thing closely. And I said, but this thing could be crafted in this way for a research, and I began to do the research. First year, holiday time. Now, you see, you must love facts about what you are doing. This little work that we are handling here, we go researching, get information. So it is not every man that has weight in the eyes of men that can confuse me. No. It is how much you carry in you that gives you confidence. This woman was isolated, but she was looking for solution. So the moment they started talking about him, who is this Jesus at all? Who is he? Something that she did to make you understand the woman had information that would help her.
when she heard about Jesus, she came behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. What is the next verse? For she said, if only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made well. If only, if only, if I'll be able to pay enough price to get to where he is, he doesn't need to see me, but I'll take what I'm looking for. What was there? When you read Matthew's uh, presentation and look, it talks about the hem of his garment. Another one talks about the base of the garment. And the high priest, his uh, regalia, apart from the, the effort, the longer dress had pomegranates, symbols, and bells at the base. And pomegranate was seen as a vessel for healing. So the high priest had the capacity to administer healing. Why didn't she want to touch the, the hand or maybe face him, look at him? He said, just the hem of his garment. If I can just touch that place, I'll be made whole. Because of the fact that she had, she was convinced that there is power in the hem of the garment. The pomegranates are there. When I touch, I'll be made whole. The bears were there for security reasons. If the man had gone wrong, if sin, it is only these days that men of God go to altar with sin and not say anything to God. It's only now that men of God will go into sin and come and still come and stand on the altar without without any 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 sense of what of remorse or guilt or anything. Stand there and talk nonsense. One young man that worked with us before in Kumasi said something. He was in one church. That was where he grew up. He said, if you, if you, if you went to misbehave outside, as soon as you enter, they will leave. The prophet, they will tell you whatever you have done. So people are afraid going to that place. So if you're a pastor and you come to stand there, ah, you are finished. They, I've told you before, the day this man got filled with the Holy Ghost, it was Saturday. On his 12th birthday, on Sunday morning, they went to church. And then one sister, she got to the church. And um, this boy got up and went to the elder who was standing in for me. I had gone to teach at the Bible school somewhere. And then said, uh, one, there's a sister here who went to sleep with a man and has come here. So let's call him out, call her out. The elder said, ah, Kofi. Daddy is not here, so wait. He went and sat and then got up again. He said, he said, I know her now. I know her name. I know her name. And whispered the name to the elder. I said, call her. He said, I said, daddy is not here. And when I got back, the elder came and told me that is what happened. The day he got filled with the Holy Ghost, the gifts began to manifest. And I think we should come to a point where we, become, we can boldly look at people in their faces and tell them what they have done. Sometimes we talk to them in private. They don't like it. Maybe when it becomes public, open 
The person is dancing, hold the hand, sit down. Whatever your pursuit is, go for what? Facts. Facts will make you richer in your pursuit. The woman understood where the power of healing will flow from. The bells were put over there to as, as when the man moved, the, the, the bells would be ringing. So anytime, the, and there was a rope attached to the garment, the waist of the, of the high priest. Because nobody could go there. So if the man died now, nobody would be, would be able to go to bring him out. He was the only person who could go into the Holy of Holies once in a year to go and offer sacrifice on behalf of the people. Thank God that now because of Jesus, we are able to enter free of charge anytime we want to enter. If I were dead here, we sit there. So the bell was to alert them that the man is still alive. But if they listened and listened and there was nothing happening, no bell, nothing, then they would start pulling the, the rope to bring him out. Because you couldn't go there. The same way those who go to fetish priests fear their gods who, do, who are not alive. That's how it was then. But now that we have the liberty and the mercy of what is at work, grace of God has brought us where we are today. We want to abuse it. In the name of grace. That he has forgiven us our sins. The ones that will commit everything forgiven so we can go ahead and do it. And Paul asks you a question. Shall we continue to sin so that grace will abound? And he said himself, God forbid so I don't know where your own is coming from. And you still want to be a success. You are potentially a success by reason of what Jesus has done for us. But your life of sin will not allow you to see the glory of this success. And you have so bribed us, you have, you have held our throats, you have choked us as pastors, you have gagged us. Because when we talk about the sin, you get offended and you leave the church. Isaiah, the one you are looking at here now, I don't care if you live or not. Why? I must give account over your life. So when I'm talking about sin, I don't care about who is listening to me. What is wrong is wrong. Thank God we have the avenue to change. So why don't we change? Must we make mockery of God? Because it's, it's, it's good? Because it's merciful? No. No. God is not going to judge me with how many people there were in the church, but how many I'm able to present to him. Present to who? To him. So we, we, we relate in love, we walk in love, but if you really love us, make the work easier for us. Amen? Make it easier. What are you looking for? Sex. When you marry, you and your wife can agree. We are not working for three months. Morning, afternoon, evening. That is prescription from doctor. One morning, one afternoon, one in the evening. And the event of strength, you can go in for four. Yes! You can do that one for one year. Nobody will question, question you. you know, if it is like that, why don't you reserve your energy against that time? Any man with a flashy car is your friend or your brother. 
somebody from the same town. Hop in, let me put you where you are going. Hop, hop in. You have become a grasshopper. Isaiah, be careful. I've warned you before you came. Be careful. Hello? Are we still here? Are we still friends? Your knowledge of what you gain from your being in the presence of God should help you to resist. He said, resist the what? The devil. And you will do what? He will flee. You don't understand what fleeing is. Have you seen a dog that is frightened before? Dog. How many of you have dogs in your houses or your homes or anywhere you go? Now, when the dog misbehaves and then you scream, first, it puts the tail in between the, the legs and then twists the hip like that. When the hot dog is running in flight, you see him going like this. Twisted. It is the fear that has gripped that person. That is how he wants to treat the devil. So he will run away from you. He will get confused. He will come in one way and then he will go how many ways? How can one person go out in seven ways? How? The level of confusion and frustration. He will go this way, no, no way. He will go that way, hit his head. He will go another way, he is confused. Your resistance carries the power to silence him and make you enjoy the presence of God. I'm, I'm not insulting you. I'm only advising you. Hallelujah. If only I may touch his clothes, I shall be made whole. Only. Knowledge. Information. Info what? Information. About your, the destination, the place you want to get to. It's important for us to take note of that. What do you want to become in life? What do you want to become? When we are at the university in those days, of us who are taking arts and social sciences, we could go out anyhow, go out anyhow, miss lectures sometimes, without any problem. Those who are reading medical science, to breathe was a problem, to, to breathe. One of them, very brilliant guy, he was my, my, my blockmate. Two rooms in between us. Very intelligent fellow. But because of rascal life, he missed some lectures. And they didn't allow him to go to the next level. He had to repeat. Yet the exams, he was on top. Yes, indiscipline. Cost him one year. His name is in my mouth now, but I won't say it. Great guy. Indian hemp who allow him. The, the size of his foot, they have to do him proper. Then you want to go and buy shoe. How? Where? What size? He has to order for shoe. Charlie, what is out? Size 11, size 12. No, 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 no. So you always see him walking from M block all the way to the observatory there to go and buy bread. Barefooted. You buy four loaves of bread, line them up with, with eggs. After blowing the, 
the India hemp. He will sit down and eat everything. Yes, he was rich. Then one poor boy, I'll mention his name too. Associated with him, they were smoking the thing together, but he didn't have food to eat. So he was emaciating, emaciating, emaciating until me, me that my mouth will not stop. I called him one day, I said, sit down here. Your mother and your father, they see you as a human being. They didn't know you were a beast. You came here, poor boy. Thank God that you came. I came from a village. I know how I got to this place. It was scholarship all the way from secondary school to A-level, and that's why I'm here today. You, you are joining this boy to smoke in their hemp. After you, you finish smoking, where do you go? He said, to my room. I said, where does he go? He said, you know, I said, okay, you know it. He goes there to buy bread, eggs, about 12. You line them up like this and eat with heavy cups of, um, of uh, bomb vita, overting in those days. Big jog like that. And then you. Say you are hungry as I'm standing there now. <laughs> the guy was looking at me. I said, very soon you will die. Where are you going? What is the price I have to pay? Know these things. Know where you are going. Know your target. And then live in the spirit of the target doing the things that you must be doing. You can't be an inventor and always talking about. You need to sit down and think through the things you want to do. So when people are busy dancing, you are busy thinking. Knowledge, facts about your vision are very important. The woman had facts. He knew that this Jesus that I'm hearing about is not ordinary. She knew that this is the Messiah. And if he is, then he's a high priest. And if he's a high priest, then there is power of healing with him. He may not allow me to come close to him, but if I can go behind and touch and the Bible said the, the, the people were around him, they called it the press. And how Bishop Daosa said, this press man, that's how they have been causing trouble right from the days of Jesus. <laughs> you will see press you know, because of the press. Uh, that's the, you know, the man was very humorous. He said, because of the press. He said, the press man, you see, you see them, they are here, press. The woman couldn't get to Jesus because people were pressing on him. But two things. Commitment to vision. Commitment to pursuit of goals. Dogged commitment. I must. I must. I must. Jesus said, He to my father worketh, and now I work. I must work because my father works. I must. The woman said, I must be healed. No matter what it is. I must be healed. This is my last talk. This month, consider the month as a month so crucial to your life that you will forego so many things that are frivolous in your life and concentrate on the things that you want to attain in life and press on. There's no magic in marriage. There's understanding. There is accommodation. There is sacrifice and there is service. 
There's no perfect man anywhere. No perfect woman anywhere. But when you decide to marry, you understand that you are different people, even though you've been brought together. And you must pay the price to make it work. Hello? Pay the price to do what? To make it work. You have 2,000 friends before you got married. So all the 2,000, you are visiting them one after the other. After work, you know, go home. Get the finished broad bread, bread, and let's go, let's go, let's go. Now, now you are married. When you close from work, it is straight to your house. There's no club thing. Then if you are going to a club thing or you are going to play anything, your wife must know about it. But you don't want your wife to know because you are indisciplined. You are not fit to marry. So begin to change your orientation from now. So when you go into marriage, it doesn't become a colossal issue. Damage, plenty of it. Somebody's daughter that she spends so much money to train, either in good way or bad way, is the one you have inherited. It's that woman you went for is either an asset or a liability. And you say you love her. So go in there and pay the price to make her become the kind of wife that you have always imagined to see or to have. Don't go and become, come and give me excuses. Never pass, no. 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 Pay the price. Know how to handle, know her weaknesses, know the thing that she loves to do. Do you think she loves doing what is wrong? Nobody likes that one. A little information can change her thinking and approach to life. And then you have, you have a brand new woman, a wife that you've been dreaming about. Great things are hidden within rocks, and the rocks must be removed with wisdom. So at the precious gel over there, be brought out. I've said this over and over again. Nobody marries a wife. You marry a woman. And nobody marries a husband. You marry a man. And then you make a husband out of that man. You make a wife out of that woman. So stop complaining. Gather information about how to raise people. If you can make your wife better, is there children you can do make better? You become a runaway father. As soon as your wife gives birth, growing up, anytime they, somebody gave birth to my house, I'll move from the house and go to another house. I couldn't, I couldn't stand the sight of children as they were born like that. So one day, my, my aunt gave birth. I woke up from our room and I saw blood streaming from her side there onto the veranda. I looked at it. I asked. They said she's giving birth. Say hey! I, I packed a few things and I left. I went to my friend's house. We were there two days later. The mother gave birth. <laughs> so I said, Katia, hey, I ain't a So I, I had to start thinking. I couldn't hold a child. I couldn't. I had to start thinking. You need to think. And come up with facts that will change you first before you can change the other person. 
Your vision is there, it's hanging. No one can take your destiny from you. You are the one who has left your destiny hanging. You are a success. Jesus paid the price for it. But how to walk in that success is your responsibility. The woman said, I will go. The other woman said, if I perish, I perish. The other man said, he said, shut up. He said, Jesus, thou son of David, have mercy on me. Shut up. He kept on screaming and Jesus stopped and said, bring him to me here. Your commitment to vision will make you look at your enemy in the face and spit on him and go. You will come to barriers and then you just jump over them. Because something is pulling you that way. Looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith, who for what? The joy that was set before him. What did he do? What did he do? He endured the cross and the shame of it. For the joy, success exudes joy and gladness. Why you hate it? One of my mates, everybody knew, was very good in the sciences and at this form, he took all the prizes. But when we wrote the exam, he got one sub. The sub is that you, you, you didn't get A level, and but you are above O level. That's subsidiary. And he got only one. He failed the rest. I think even God was surprised. Everybody was. At the ministries here in Accra, we went for results ahead of time. That guy went upstairs there. <laughs> God was the one that helped him. He was almost knocked down by a vehicle because he got confused. How could this happen? And I want his own happen now. The rest of us we couldn't go up there. So we're standing there. <laughs> Nobody could go. We're confused. Then I can't tell my friends, say, look, whether you like it or not, that, that, the resource is yours. It cannot change now. So you, go, you either take it here or you go to school and take it. And if you are not the headmaster's uh, favorite, he will, he will have you. So take it here. But if you don't have to go to Apam, don't worry, don't go. We went up, up there and they gave the thing now. And I asked myself, how come that this fellow should fail all these people? Something must have gone wrong. My friend, who is now a doctor in the U.S., a, a minister of the gospel, his problem was talking too much on paper. The difference in our age was about seven. So he, he, he looked at me as one small boy like this. He used to come to Kamkwachi. So I told him, I said, Obri, you talk too much. You talk too much and too much on paper. By the time you finish introduction, time is up. I talk, talk, they don't hear me. When he went, he was teaching people, they passed, he failed. Yes. What helped me was that he had taken Trinity College, this one. And they had a diploma in theology. And used that diploma, now go to Legon to read English and theology for a degree. And because he was very intelligent, but he had a problem. So to pass exam, you have to have the facts of passing. It's not that you know the thing. You, don't, you know it. You chew the whole thing. 
Wachi Yadom will chew a whole thing, and then when the paper will come, watch, watch. Let's start him free. <laughs> Pathetic. Oh, in secondary school. Let's start him. Question, question four. Let's start him free. Everything was in his head, but he didn't know where to start and where to stop. He will write volumes and volumes and volumes and volumes and fail. Repeated the class, we went to class four. He repeated, we went to five. And then we left him there. I don't know what happened to him again. I have not heard from him again. He was an elderly person. He could commit everything to memory, but he didn't have the facts. How to handle questions. If you have to choose questions, another matter. Everything you want to achieve in life calls for some dimension of knowledge, some facts that you must get. This woman had it. She didn't just have the fact, she was able to take steps to get it. The Bible says, he went through the crowd. Faith, I will get this thing if I touch. How will I go there? The scent on her body was driving people away from her. As he was going, they were moving out. The, the scent went ahead of her. Everybody was, they take over. Everybody take over. Everybody take over. And she was going through like that. until she got to Jesus. And held the hem of the garment. And Jesus said, the one, he got healed. She got healed instantly. Immediately, she got healed. And then, something happened. Jesus said, somebody has touched me. There is a way to touch your vision, your goal, that even Satan himself will know that there's no going back on that matter. Your faith in God concerning that thing is so strong that you can't afford to make any mistake. You have to trust God until the end. Rely on him and pass. Some of us are where we are today because of God's mercy. Just the mercy of what? Of God, just the mercy of God, just the mercy of God. If you like sit back now and then look back and see how you came about the results that you got. Mercy. Why? Because you had made an effort and God helped you through. God doesn't help lazy people, non-challenged people. God doesn't help them. Otherwise, you'll be pampering them doing the wrong thing. I'm not God, but I know God. God healed instantly. The stench, her problem became an advantage for her. Her problem. Her problem became an advantage. A young man went to Europe. He went to Germany. He didn't have the papers. But he had one sickness. He was from my family. He had one sickness. It's something that had to do, I think it was this, this um, sickle thing or something like that, you know, to hold him like that. He went to hospital several times. And they wanted to send him back to Ghana. So the medical doctor said, if you send this fellow there, he'll go and die. They said any time the temperature went up, the crisis came. So I don't know how his own, how it was. Very strange. So they said the place for him is a temperate area. 
like their own. The doctor wrote that one. And the lawyer took that one to court. And you know these guys, they have gone to a level, they value human lives much more than we do sometimes. We will want you to die, so I will sell you. When somebody's alive, you won't do anything for the person. When the person dies, you make a big billboard with a picture of that person. The person don't get picture in life. After one year, one year, two years, ten years, in memory of a great man that lived on this earth. Great indeed. But they will want to save your life. That's how that fellow got his papers over there. It was his sickness, his deficiency that paved way for him. It doesn't matter your level and the things you are going through, the things that are negative, the things you, you lack. Those things may become avenues for you to rise. But put your attention on the goal. If you want to succeed, look at the goal. Don't look at what's around you. You didn't go to school. It doesn't matter. How much of school did Abiola get? But became great. All that you had later was out of self-development. After he had seen money. Because he made a vow. The mother died because of some, some 10 shillings or 20 shillings that they couldn't get to take care of, him, of her at the hospital. She died. So he vowed that there would never be any relationship between him and poverty. And so he began to pursue that one. At a point, he had investment in about 60 nations in, in the world. You know about him. Some, even, some have named their children after Abiola in this land here. They don't even understand the, name, the meaning of Abiola. In the month of March, all we are saying is that God, through Christ, had done everything for us to make our lives easy. In the month of January, we talk about having been crucified with Christ. And because we said in February, as a result of that, there should be no more limits. If there should be no more limits, then what we should embrace is nothing but success. All-round success. So we are saying in the month of March that I am a success. You are a success. Don't think failure again. Just be committed to success. You will get it. Let your vision be clear even for you to understand. And then pursue it with all vigor. Don't look to the right nor to the left. Stop comparing yourself with people. You don't know how they go to where they are. You look at your goal and begin to equip yourself spiritually at the realm of the mind and then begin to go ahead. Success is not a location or a state. It's a process that has many, many levels. And I, I said it, it has layers. One layer of success is the one that will take the next layer of success. And so you keep on going from one level to the other. Nobody becomes a success overnight. You will never get your destination. You will keep on going until Christ calls you back. That's why where you are today, don't call yourself that you have succeeded, you have finished. You have not finished yet. Where you are today is to make you go forward. Your account may be fat today, but your impact in life is not much. You discover that in one area you are doing well, the other area you are not. So use what you have here to get to where you are not and begin to affect your generations and your world. Watch your spiritual life. You read Bible a lot, but you don't pray. You are a successful person reading Bible 
and knowing scriptures and quoting them and talking them. But you're not a success because you can't subject the word of God to the fire of the Holy Ghost with prayer. So you lack something there. So you go to that area with your knowledge of scriptures, go to the area of praying and go and pray. I had to learn how to pray from friends. Anytime we met, I was learning prayer. I learned prayer from him. He was learning the word from me. So you may be successful today in how to sew jackets. But you are yet to know how to sew, sew trousers. So your success is not complete. Your fame in sewing jacket is going to be affected by your inability to sew an equally good trouser. So you make a suit for someone and you say, but your trouser is not good. So you've got to go that way and now bend again and begin to learn, acquire knowledge, be dexterous and work hard so you can now have a good jacket, a good trouser. You are expanding and enlarging your coast. So don't get to any point where you will say, I'm okay. We are challenging everyone in this month of, of March that you have not yet arrived. You are still on the way. What is left to be done is March. The Dominion Chapel International Special Place, the Lord has helped us so much, but we have not gotten to our level yet. We have not done what? We can't afford to sleep. We must wake up and begin to press on. Let's identify the things that we need to do and commit ourselves to it. In your private life, identify what you must do. Commit yourself to it. As a husband, as a wife, check what you have to do to make your home better than what you are seeing now. People are applauding you that your home is wonderful. Yes, it is, but is everything perfect? No, there are many more things that can be done. Well, what more would I do for my husband to have him come to the house, come home after work, come home at 6 o'clock instead of 7 o'clock? What can I do to make my wife always think about the best that I want to eat? What can I do that we can sit down and chat without fighting? What else must be done? Do I know my husband? Do I know my wife? Do I know my children? I was very hard as a father with my children. I saw what it did to me in a way. I was very hard because I, I was handled hardly before. I don't, I don't tolerate nonsense. I will deal with you like that. You know, but it shouldn't be always like that. It shouldn't be. There's only this young man that enjoyed a little of her walking around with me, going to the park and all the rest with me like that. Always out. School fees are paid. And so what? They are talking about raising children. You say, I'll pay school fees. Raising a family. You say, there's television in the house for my wife. In fact, television. There's fridge. There's everything. Let, let her enjoy herself over there. Let me also chill with my friends. There's no fight. People don't hear you fighting. But in the house, there's still tension. What can I do to make it better? You must look at your wife like that and say, what else can I do? My wife told my father-in-law troubled the wife so much. Troubled the wife. So later when he came to himself, tried to be a good husband. He could look at the wife and be crying. So one day he called the children. And he said, you see this woman? Any one of you that touches her, I will kill you and give birth to new ones. <laughs> now, he regretted the days he couldn't. He, the woman was there. They say one day he went and bought another woman. Mama received the woman and then began to share things with her. 
Once you go to market, you buy cloth, buy one, buy one for the woman. The woman looked at mama like this. Said, How can this man be so wicked? You have a wife like this. And then you go and bring somebody from outside. She carried her bag, packed her things inside her bag. Told you, say you're a very wicked man. You have a wife like this, and then you came to bring me here. What, what am I doing here? Carry your trouble, take care of your wife, I'm going. Nobody sacked her. Now all this is will make the man to sit down and be crying. It is time for you also to cry. Look at your children, look at your wife, look at your husband, and see what is going on. Can I make it better? So people will come from east and west, north and south, to your home to come and learn. So stop bragging with the little that you have. We don't fight. It's a lie. One man of God was bragging on the pulpit. I don't fight. I don't fight. Me and my wife, we don't fight. A senior man said, I said, don't mind him, don't mind him. I just said to them two days ago. <laughs> don't, don't mind him. You don't fight like how? Ah. We, we, may, we may disagree. We may not fight quickly like this, but there's kind of fight that's dangerous. Refuse to eat your wife's food. It's a, that's the greatest insult you can give to a woman. That your wife cooks, you say you have no eating. And, and, and then you go to eat somewhere. And then you come back and they darling, what is darling about it? So there are many, many things we've got to put in, in order for us to shine brighter as God has ordained us to be. So welcome to a new month, the month of March. It's your month of success. And you are succeeding on every side in the name of Jesus Christ.